back to nothing but a Bob thing. This is Justin. Did you forget your name for a second? Uh, <laughs> you had like a pause there, where it it felt like you were thinking through the options. Yeah, like who could I be today? <laughs> I guess that's I'll not, go with Justin. I guess I'll too, go with Justin. Too off base. <laughs> it's not too far off. Uh, I'm Nathan, by hi, the way. Hi, Nathan. Um, welcome back. We uh, safely returned from our our trip, our quick trip to Muncie. Mm-hmm. And it's been long enough that, with no symptoms for me to feel like I am COVID-free. Yay! So, Yay! We, we, we did a successfully... I mean, we were very careful, I will say. Yeah, we were, I licked very few people. Yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, it was like five or six max that, you know, I had them breathe in my face or anything. So. Yeah. Well, you know, on the road, many things happen. You have to live, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I, the government can't tell me to to keep strangers from breathing in my mouth. <laughs> we survived those. Uh, we survived those pepper jelly beans. That was intense. Yeah. That was. I thought we yeah. were going to die, mostly because the car crash. Yeah, um, yeah. You, you, uh, you would have been the cause of our death. I uh, well, indirectly. I mean, you were the. No, I mean directly. <laughs> <laughs> but it would have been your fault. Right? Like, sure, you can try to blame me. I'm the cause, but your fault because you gave them to me. Right? No, I, I'm just like, if I had died and you had lived, I would have spent time haunting you. Oh, okay. Well, I like that just, idea. Well, I mean, just, you know, because I, I needed to avenge my death. <laughs> it, it wouldn't have been a pleasant haunting, just it would have been very bad. Justin, we have a yeah. podcast to record. Yeah, like I'm not I'm not mean enough to be, you know, like a a terrible spirit that tries to kill you. Okay. But I'd be like a really annoying spirit that just like moves things that you're looking for throughout Whoa. the house all the time. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah, like where are my keys? I lost my keys again. <laughs> How did they get in the dryer? I didn't put them in the dryer. All the time they're floating behind my head, mm-hmm. <laughs> just out of reach. <laughs> Can't see them. Yeah. yeah, I would be I would be like um like the impractical jokers version of a ghost that makes a lot of sense to me yeah that makes a lot of sense (laughs) (laughs) well thanks for following along on our uh our road trip folks um on the sort of sort of the way up we and at uh minatrista we did we we did our this episode and then on the way back we did a an episode of our other podcast so if you're interested to hear how the trip back went go over Mm -hmm. and listen to sushi jackknife (laughs) It, it was less painful. It was. It was. Yeah. Though there was a there was a an encounter at an Arby's. Let's say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't without its foibles. Yeah. I did. Uh, I wanted to take some time, in lieu of Bob facts. Okay. Today. Yeah. To uh, congratulate them. Yeah. On a job well done. Absolutely. Yes. Um. I if you. Google the Bob Ross experience. Yes. Do you know what you're going to see? No. Articles from all of the lamestream media. Oh, um, did you say lamestream? Yeah, the lamestream media. <laughs> okay. The failing New York Times wrote a little blurb about it. Oh, nice. Uh, wow. Forbes. I'm sure Donald Trump has a nickname for Forbes. But, mm, Gores. Um, yeah. They, they wrote up 
a piece about it. Oh. NBC News had something. They oh, did it. Oh, very nice. Great so job. So good for them. Good and it's job. a great exhibit. Good job, Bob Ross Experience. Way to go. Yeah. Pals. They, they put together a very good interactive ex- experience, if you are interested in Bob Ross. Absolutely. Yes. And uh, highly encourage anyone who's, you know, um, within driving distance or what have you. To go Every place is within driving distance if you drive far enough. <laughs> True. To go and check it out. Take a bus. Take a train. Take a plane. Take a uh, locomotive. Oh, take just, a boat. Take a boat. Take a jet ski. Maybe maybe you're European and you want to go there. Hey, <laughs> just sail the high seas. Get there. So should we jump right into this painting then? I mean, I suppose. That's, that's, that's a quick jump, but let's jump. Um, tonight, everyone, season four, episode 10, we have Quiet Woods. Bob, mm. please do the introductions. Hi, welcome back. I'm glad to see you today. I'm very glad you could join me. Today, I think we'll do a fantastic little painting that I think will make you happy and do good things for you. Okay, everyone. Original air date for this. We're just a couple days behind now. Uh, November 7th, 1984. And we're recording this on November 15th. Yeah. 2020. Wow. It has been a long time, hasn't it? Yes, it has. <laughs> yes, it has. Um, so before we get into this, I have to ask you. Yeah. Just gut instinct before... Okay. We talk about the pain. Okay. How how you feel about this one? Um well, to be honest, I quite like it. I um so we were discussing this while we were recording. We have now looked at enough Bob Ross paintings. Uh-huh. That we can just immediately tell what the score out of 20 would be. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we can eyeball it pretty good these days. Now, I mean, I, we want people to go through the process with us, of course, but yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I have a guess. I'm going to write it on this piece of paper in okay. front of me. I like it. Um, it is now jotted. I have, I have proof of it. Okay. I think this is what the rating will be, and we will see when we are done. Okay, I like it. Okay, okay. Uh-huh. So, so okay, we're going to see if your gut instinct is, mm-hmm. is right on. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm into it. So, nothing crazy about this canvas. This is a, you know, regular white canvas. Everything starts to come together in the sort of typical way. Bob says at the very beginning, um, this one's going to make you happy and do good things for you. Um, very vague. <laughs> Extreme, well, extremely vague. That is true. <laughs> what kind of good things? Hey, yeah, who knows? Is it going to get you a coffee? Is it going to pick up your laundry? Is this is this like those chain emails where if you <laughs> forward it, you'll have good luck? Yeah, I think for that's right. seven years. Yeah, this painting will give you good luck for seven years, provided you give that Nigerian prince the money he needs to, you know, right. get, <laughs> get out of exile or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds right. I think that's it. This painting, you know, has a lot of magical powers. Um, I'm sure you noticed this. He talked a little bit about the screen, in, and we, we actually saw the screen I in the did. Yeah, so tell us about the screen. Um, it's wildly disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, so, I'm in my head... On. Uh, can I just Before, go on a limb and say maybe your expectations are a little high? <laughs> well, possibly. <laughs> okay. I, so, in my head... I thought he had fashioned together like a screen, like mesh 
uh-huh. the bottom of the thing. Right. It's just a wire rack. Yeah, that's right. Like I have that's one of right. these in my in my uh cabinet in the kitchen. It like it's like a tier. It you put so you can put stuff on top of yeah. other stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's the whole thing. <laughs> you just jammed a wired wire rack and into the bucket and use that. Yeah. So but the purpose of it though, he got a little bit more specific. As to what yeah. it, what it does. Yeah. I mean it I mean, I don't, I don't really know how to say it because I, I didn't take notes, but, you know. It, it, it removes... It, it, you can knock the paint off of the brush yeah. while keeping the, the odorless paint thinner relatively clean. Right. It takes the sort of big chunks off, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And so that your, uh, so your paint thinner isn't full of you know, junk floating around, which I guess would be a problem. You know, we're, we're using a fair amount of paint here, so... Yeah, yeah. We cake that on. We yeah, there's a lot happening. As we saw up at uh up at Minatrista, there's sometimes the paint is actually rather thick when it's dry. That's true. Yeah. But it's not a screen. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's more like a rack. Yeah, by rack. definition of a, a screen, that is not what that is. Yeah. It's more like a so. just like a loose grid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That that's exactly the correct description. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, these layers of trees, uh, we, 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 get, we get sky, we get, you know, uh, sort of a base. It, it almost looks like it could be water, but it's not water. It's uh, just sort of a, a beginning yeah. point, right? Well, it's the sky. I do have to point this out because we're going to talk about something in a little bit here. Okay. Uh, is thalo blue with a little bit of Van Dyke brown. Right, right. For a nice brownie sky. <laughs> I don't... I'm not sure why we put the Van Dyke brown in there. <laughs> and uh, you got some permanent red in them them clouds. Them there clouds. Yeah, so it's there. Yeah, yeah okay. Well, we, we get it. We get it. Um, I was really interested in the... There's a couple layers of trees happening. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's... Yeah, in the very back, you got these blue, you know, mi- rather misty, diffuse trees. It's thalo blue yeah. and alizarin crimson, yeah. which is obviously your go-to color for trees <laughs> i like it i like that he's playing with it a little so it ends up with like bluish trees on one side and then sort of more maroon trees on the other that would be the van dyke brown and burnt umber ah mixing mixing in you think no well no it's another he did another oh, row right. of trees with van dyke brown and burnt umber uh which is of course the second obvious choice for <laughs> tree color that you would have. Got it, got it, got it. And then there's another layer of trees that end up going in front of those, which are uh, like a green and like a dark green kind of yeah. vibe. Yeah. Thalo green and alizarin crimson, which makes it nearly black. <laughs> yes, nearly black. Uh, again, obvious color for trees. All three of these are very obvious tree colors. A lot of black trees in this, actually. This yeah, is, uh... I don't like the black trees. Okay! Well, we have an opinion already. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm fine. Uh... And trees aren't always perfect. You know, limbs don't grow equal on both sides. They don't grow to the same length. Maybe it was a bad year. Maybe there wasn't much water. Maybe it's too much water. So everything is is very diffuse, and um, well, I mean, let's okay. I know we're jumping forward. There's there's land and stuff, but let's talk about these black trees since you brought it up. Okay. 
what are your feelings? And then I'll tell you mine. <laughs> I I don't like them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty much it. I find them <laughs> find them to be off putting. Okay. For for two reasons. Yeah. Um, Lay it on. Okay, me. so for those who haven't looked at the picture yet, yeah, there. I guess it's some sort of evergreen tree. Yeah, yeah, roughly. Uh, that's Ish. The shape of them, yeah. I don't like the shape of them. Okay, okay. And I don't like that they're just almost black. <laughs> fair, fair enough, fair enough. Um, I. I have to part ways with you on that. I, I, I like that they're black. And um, he calls them fuzzy at one point. And I, I quite like that they're fuzzy as well. Just because I think the main reason I like it is it's something we haven't really seen uh, before. You know, you, That's true. Yeah. Usually Bob will do a couple different kinds of trees, right? There's the fan brush tree, you know, a trunk, and then the fanning out. There's mm-hmm. the... There's the kind of more liner brush tree. Boy, we have learned things. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We know way too much about trees at this point. There's the edge of the big brush tree. Um, mm-hmm. I think he did these with the fan brush, right? But uh, I believe so, yeah. But, but what they, makes them... Yeah. I, it's, they're not f- full enough to be evergreen trees. This is my okay. main issue. Okay, fair enough. The yeah. shape of them. They're not full enough to be evergreen trees. Yeah. But they don't look like they can be anything besides that. Right. True. That's true. <laughs> he did, uh, for one of them, he did say, well, maybe it was a bad year and yeah. <laughs> it was too little rain or too much rain. And It and looks like all of these grew in 2020. Uh, yeah. that's These are 2020 trees right here. You mean when it rained a lot? No, they oh. just grew poorly because, because everything is chaos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were inspired by the events of 2020 for sure. Yeah, I get that. And they, um, I mean, their color, you know, they, they just, they stand out in stark contrast for me against the sort of uh, multi-layered, multi-colored sort of more background. They do. They stand out. I'm not sure that's a good thing, but they stand out. Okay. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Again, fair enough, fair enough. Um, let's see. Other I, interesting... I wanted to take a second to talk about something here. Please um, do. Please do. So, doing the background trees, he talks about getting the misty effect, right? Right. And says that he, uh, he used to work himself to death to get misty effects. Right. Now, obviously, he means figuratively. Of course, yeah. He didn't literally work himself to death. No. (laughs) Okay, so keeping in mind, and we've discussed this many times, that the art community does not respect Bob Ross. Right, right. If Bob Ross had literally worked himself to death (laughs) trying to perfect a misty effect in his painting, would he then be more well-respected? Because that screams tortured artist. Oh, absolutely. Probably. I mean, I sort of wonder if one reason he... I mean, one reason. One reason among many. Um, probably the big reason he didn't get any respect is he didn't really innovate anything, right? Like, he did this technique. He did it super well. He was a yeah. great teacher, a great communicator. Um, but, you know, he wasn't painting... Any, I mean, and... Jeez. Oh, 
his heyday being the 80s into the 90s. I mean, there was a lot of whack, wacky stuff going on in the art world, I think. You know, like, we had gone through, uh, you know, the abstract era. We're getting into even more heady conceptual type yeah. stuff, right? And minimalism well, he and, yeah. He would have come into the area, era of, like, Basquiat. Right, right. Which right. is very different than Bob Ross. Really but, interesting, yeah. I feel like if if we had the tortured artist angle, yeah, <laughs> people people would be like, "Wow, this is like a throwback sort of art." Yeah, that that uh, you know, he's just tapping into a a past art form for mm. this, and he 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 tortured himself and killed himself for his <laughs> art. Yeah, I think that would have added to it. Um, what I was sort of getting to is, I was getting there in a roundabout way, but what I was getting to is, you know, maybe another reason they didn't care for him is just his success. Like, his, you know, name recognition to the mm. public, you know, his branding, his, um, you know, his moniker as a television artist, right? You know, right. I'm sure all of that also contributed to the lack of respect from the, you know, serious art community, if you will. So what you're saying is, as Taylor Swift says, uh, the haters are going to hate, 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 hate. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. And Bob just needed to <laughs> shake it off. Shake, shake it, it off. off. Oh, yeah. He, shake it he, off. And he did, quite often, into the bucket. <laughs> That's right. Um, Sometimes I get carried away and start singing, forget there's a microphone. Hmm, right. But yeah, you know, I think... Jeez, oh, I think there's a lot of factors there, but that was probably one, you know, another... I, I mean, were landscapes even a thing anymore in, like big art you know like in, in in a way bob probably made more money than a lot of respectable quote-unquote artists but he'd ever made as much as like a big artist is gonna make you know who can sell a painting for you know tens of thousands of dollars or something or hundred thousand yeah what about kincaid who do you think made more bob uh, ross or kincaid probably kincaid if i had to guess you think he made more because keep in mind bob ross create an entire enterprise out of this well sure but then like in i just remember growing up and going to the mall and like was it a bookstore was it no it was like a thomas kincaid store wasn't it in the mall um that like just sold prints of his stuff and like little ceramic you know figurines and houses Ugh. that were his inspired by his yeah it was horrible um Fucking kincaid Ugh. yeah so i don't know yeah <laughs> i i, I kind of wonder if if kincaid did did better in the end um but who knows what would you respect thomas kincaid more if he had a tortured artist uh story like you know he was the painter of light, but he also um, <laughs> really loved heroin. <laughs> um, I'm not. I don't know enough about Thomas to Kin Kincaid to know if he didn't or didn't love heroin. Um, I'm assuming he didn't love heroin. Yeah, but I'll no. Like his paintings would have to be drastically different for me to give two cents about Thomas Kincaid. What if 
you found out before you had decided how much you dislike Thomas Kincaid. Yeah. That Kurt Cobain's favorite artist <laughs> <laughs> was the painter of light, Thomas Kincaid. Well, that would make me think twice about both Thomas Kincaid and Kurt Cobain. <laughs> Which is which would be tough for me. That would be an existential crisis, Nathan. Because <laughs> um, one of them, I'll lead you to guess who uh, I love and care deeply for. Thomas Kincaid. Uh, well, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to highlight the fact we get a path. Um, we do. We haven't had a path in a while. Not like a regular old, regular old path. Since we did a walk in the woods path. Yeah, well, I feel like there was a smattering of them. Throughout three, but... That may be right. I don't yeah. know. They all blend together in my head at this point. <laughs> well, he was very good at blending. <laughs> but <laughs> but I do... In any event, I feel like it has been a while since we've had a tried-and-true walk-in-the-woods-style path. Mm-hmm. Um, but here we have it, nicely represented. And I, I, I like how it's a, a white path. I don't understand why it's white now that I sit and think about it. But I like that it picks up color from the other banks, the other uh, hills, excuse me, and yeah. foliage. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You don't care. <laughs> well, no, I I mean, like I said, I'm not a huge fan of this. this right, one. right. And so there's a lot of things that I'm like, uh, why? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to bring up another thing that okay. Bob said that upset me. Okay. <laughs> So, um, when he was starting to paint in the land, right, he used some Van Dyke Brown. Yeah. Now, you know how I feel about Van Dyke Brown. Okay, just sort of let it play around in there. And then I'm going to go back into my brown and let the brown play around. So, they just sort of come together. Your least favorite color. Yeah, yeah. Um, he says, and I quote, that Van Dyke Brown is a beautiful Chocolate brown. <laughs> um, now, I've looked at a lot of Van Dyke brown. Yeah. I've spent a lot of time. It's dookie. <laughs> That's dookie brown. It's not chocolate brown. It's dookie brown. I mean, I always thought it had a bit of a pudding hue, but, you know, once you said that, it was hard to get it out of my head. Yeah, it's dookie brown. <laughs> it's it's not beautiful, and it's not chocolate. It's, it's, uh, it's the color... That makes UPS brown look slightly better. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He talks about his home at one point and says he lives in a town called North Pole. North Pole, Alaska. Where Santa lives. (laughs) Which just seems right. Well, yeah, it does. If anyone was going to live near Santa. Right. That's going to be Bob. Oh, I agree. I can, I agree completely. However, North Pole, Alaska cannot be where the North Pole is. So, it's a bit of a misnomer, I would say. I well, mean, maybe maybe all this time we've been saying Santa lives in the North Pole. Yeah. But it was just a typo. It's Santa lives in North Pole. <laughs> Specifically. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I'm into yeah. it. Yeah, it would. It's the difference between saying like they live in the Cincinnati and they live in Cincinnati. Right, the Cincinnati feels weird. 
<laughs> it does. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It does. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so, Bob, toward the end, says this painting is going to do nice things uh, to your heart. So, yeah. <laughs> what, what was it going to do at the beginning? It was going to... Uh, oh, geez. Uh, uh, it was going to do good things for you. And do nice things to your heart. Um, Which I feel like, now that you mention it, yeah. is his way of saying that this can help with like heart disease. Yeah. Um, maybe it lowers cholesterol somehow. <laughs> Basically, it's going to run around, do all your errands for you, and replace nitroglycerin as a, yeah. <laughs> as a medication. <laughs> it, if you... You know, if you're having heart problems and you go to your doctor and they recommend a pacemaker, right. you might want to get a second opinion mm. uh, because there is a chance Quiet Woods might be the only thing you need instead <laughs> of a pacemaker. I love it. Yes, I love it. Um, I I really, okay, I, I most of the rest of the things I want to say have to do with the rating. So I, I feel like we need to get there. Do you? Oh, did you have I'm, not, I'm else? not ready yet. No. You're not ready. Okay. All right. So, Lay it out. Lay it out. One other thing about the actual painting. Yes. Um, so we paint the sky. We paint the trees, the other layers of trees, the other layers of trees. We paint the land. There's the little pathy thing. Right. We paint all that. Then at the end, he he gets his brush. We're at 24 minutes into the episode. Yeah. It, he gets his little tiny brush and paints a random stick. Uh-huh. <laughs> Why? Well... Why? <laughs> you know how it is, Nathan. He, so he gave me a reason. Like, he said a reason in there. He said, yeah. it makes it look more interesting. And if you're out here selling paintings and they look right. more interesting, then you'll look a little more interesting when you go to the bank. That's right. <laughs> is there really a bunch of art buyers walking around going, I don't know about this one. Wait, what's up with that stick over there? Ooh. Hmm, <laughs> what's its story? I never thought about a stick being in the woods. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> well, and these, these sticks, I mean, just to talk about them a little more for a second, do they make any sense at all? No. Ever? Yeah. No. Like, they really don't, right? Like, they, st- I mean, I get, okay, I get why he does it. I get that he's adding depth or whatever. I get that. But, th- but they just, they're just sticks sticking up out of the ground. I mean, they don't usually do that. They lay upon the ground. <laughs> yeah, I, and I can't ever figure out if it's supposed to be a stick that fell from a tree. Right. Or if... It's some sort of magical stick growing from the ground. <laughs> With no foliage. Right. right. <laughs> it's very confusing all the way around. But Maybe he, he's having... Yeah. He's very into this one one particular stick. Yeah, like absolutely. Like, he a few little ones, but there's one bigger one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true, and it's a little out of proportion to everything else. Yeah. I, I wonder if he's flashing back on his military days, and these are all just traps. Like, the <laughs> <laughs> if you step on that stick, yeah. all of a sudden a net is going to pull you into the air. Is That's that... right. <laughs> or maybe they're all really sharp on the end, and you're just supposed to fall on them or something. <laughs> I, I mean, it could be. Maybe 
would that make his art more respected if all of it was yeah. taken into a uh, a Rambo style direction? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think so. I quite think so, Nathan. Yes. I we need to get in touch with with the Bob Ross company. Um, we do. And give them our reframing ideas of Bob's <laughs> art. Bob Ross, military reflections. I see you're picking up a lot of this grass color and pulling it right into that. See, and it all blends together, makes beautiful, beautiful little things happen. Let them go. Don't fight with it. Let the canvas work. This is where it happens. This is you. You're depending on it picking up this color. Don't fight with it. Um, I I also had two other things I wanted to point out. Not really okay. painting related. I just found them entertaining. Please do. Uh, so my child is four and makes loud sounds. So I had the closed captioning on while I yes. was watching this. Um, so according to the closed captioning, and this is good to know, uh, the sound of painting grass is gentle scratchy tapping. <laughs> love it and the the sound of the pathy thing is gentle scratchy swooshing oh <laughs> so i, I think like it. <laughs> all asmr sounds start with gentle scratchy whatever yeah something yeah yeah that's what they are I I love that gentle scratchy stabbing. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's ASMR murder. That's right. There. right. <laughs> that sounds like a uh, that sounds like a radio play, <laughs> an ASMR murder mystery radio play. <laughs> gentle scratchy I, stabbing. You know, as much as people love ASMR and love true crime, yes. you may have just found a million million dollar idea right there. Oh my God! Combine the things that people love. Come on. The all all the white women would lose their minds. <laughs> it's the ultimate mashup. Um, hello, gals. Mm. As many years as I've painted, I still get excited when I when I see these things happen. It's so fantastic. Um. So okay, let's rate this painting, Nathan. All right. So for those who don't remember, because it's been so long since we rated a painting. Yes. Every painting on the show is rated in five categories, four points mm. available each category, bonus points awarded as we see fit. I do not see fit. Unless we want to think of no these sticks tracks. Okay, no bonus points. Okay. No bonus points. No way. He, he doesn't deserve bonus points for this one. I okay. agree. Okay. So, first category is visual impact. A four is it has the power to wow the viewer. Right. A three is it has a lasting impact. A two is it holds the viewer's attention. A one is it has little or no impact. Okay, yeah. I feel like uh, we're going to have very different answers on this one. Well, okay, here it is again how the rubric wins out. I just wanted to say generally... Before I give you my my answer, okay. Generally, I am quite favorable on this painting. Um, mm-hmm. Just my impression, and the reason is is I uh, here's the reason. There's some space in it. I quite like that. Um, even the large trees he painted, 
um, didn't completely get rid of that space. You know, that is true. Yeah, there th- there was a point in the painting. There were actually a couple points in the painting, like ten minutes in, and then a little bit later, where I was like, "We could be done now." You know, this is something I've thought often on the show. Is like, ah, I love it just as it is right now. A lot of cool colors, a lot of open space. Dig it. Um, but so even as he added those trees, and I again, I liked that they were black, just and fuzzy, just something different. Um, even as he added them, it didn't get rid of all the sort of openness that I, I thought it had. And it has a lot of nice layers. Um, so I, I am quite favorable on the painting. I, I get a good impression. Does it have a lasting impact? No. <laughs> so Does it hold there, your attention? Uh, not really, Nathan, to be honest. I, I See, I'm going one on it. Oh, yeah. I, it has gonna, no impact on me. I will forget about it as soon as we're done recording. And yeah. never think about this existing ever again. That's probably right. Um, I'm going to go... Oh, jeez. This is a tough decision. Uh, I'm going to agree with you. Let's let's say it's a one. Let's say it's okay. a one. Uh, let's say it's a one. Interpretation and creativity. Um, a four is it shows unique and creative interpretation... Yeah. And the effort was far beyond that required, with great attention oh. to details. A three is it shows clear understanding of what he's trying to do, and with yep. more effort, it might have been outstanding. A right. two is it appears unfinished, and a one is it's incomplete and lacks attention to details. I'm gonna feel. I feel a three on this. It's not incomplete. It's not incomplete. You know. That's true. It's, yeah. Yeah, I, it, it's a three. Reluctantly, it's yeah, a three. Well, I, I don't feel like I'm, I'm hung up on the. Um, it shows the ability to think outside the box because I don't know that it did, but I'll, I'll give him a three. We'll go fuzzy black three. trees, a little out of the box. Yeah. Okay. I mean, whatever. <laughs> it depends what box you're in. True. Um, true. True. <laughs> composition and design. A four would be it shows and effectively utilizes knowledge of the elements and principles of design, and mm. it effectively filled the entire space. A three shows an awareness of the elements and principles of design, and it mostly filled the space. A mm-hmm. two would be it was completed, yet lacks conscious planning, <laughs> and it partly filled the space. And a right. one is the space is somewhat used. Yeah. Um, I don't see any reason not to give it full marks. I mean, I would say it effectively filled the space. I'm thinking here. Okay. That's my thinking song. Yeah. Yeah. This is probably the one that I give him a four on. Yeah, you don't want to. I can tell you don't want to. Well, I'm I'm debating on whether I like the design or not. Okay. Like if I'm having to in my head the tree the trees that I hate the shape of. Mm, right. I'm having to in my head remove those trees and replace them with a more pleasing tree to see if oh. the design is fine but the trees are just the problem. I gotcha. Yeah. I think the design's fine. Okay. Yeah, this I think is the strongest area for this painting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, okay. All right. Craftsmanship. Um, 
4 would be it demonstrates a mastery of skill and the design is beautiful and complete. 3 is it demonstrates skill and some understanding and it's pleasing and partially complete. 2 it demonstrates partial skill and it's fairly neat. <laughs> and 1 is it's a bit careless. <laughs> Um, certainly not a bit careless. Certainly not a one. We can do better than that. Yeah, no, it's not one. Not a one. I'm waiting for your answer so I can I can give mine. Um, I don't want to skew your opinion here. Craftsmanship, craftsmanship. Yeah, there's just a couple of things I don't love. So I, I I'm gonna argue for a three on craftsmanship today. Okay, I. For the first time ever, yeah, I'm going to say that the design is fairly neat. Whoa. Okay. I, I feel like it's sloppy. Okay, you do. Okay, that's it interesting. It looks a little sloppy to me. Okay, okay. I, uh, I mean, I can sort of see where you're coming from yeah. as I look at it even, even more. But, um, okay, it looks a little sloppy to you. So, yeah, yeah. not... not yeah. Yeah. Um, I, so I have bad news. We'll see okay. how close my score is here, <laughs> yeah. but I'm already wrong. Okay. All right. What, what were you thinking? Well, uh, we'll discuss you, at okay, the end you, here. You wanna wait. I want to okay. see how close Sorry. we are. Okay. So I'm, I'm giving myself a plus or minus two. Okay. All right. That's, hey. That seems fair, this, right? That seems fair. This yeah. is, this is, you know, not an exact science. Right. Um, this is like, well, uh, like political polling. <laughs> There's a margin of error here somewhere. Of course, of course. Um, so, right. Quiet Woods, what were we promised? We were promised a, a Quiet Woods, which I think this pulls that off. I don't see anything. It is, it is Woods. It seems pretty quiet. Yeah, it's got it's got a peaceful feel to it, even. So, um, is it going to make me happy? I mean, I don't think it's making you happy. So, <laughs> it, I will say it doesn't make me unhappy. Okay, but okay. I don't feel my heart getting healthier. Right, right. By looking at this painting. So we these were some pretty lofty promises, Bob. He I mean, really, really <laughs> built this one up. <laughs> Little did he know that someday, you know, thirty-five, six years later, he would be being evaluated on the things he said offhand that yeah. day in Muncie. Um, so well, we can't go full marks. Yeah, yeah. The the. Uh, the things that he said offhand, though, are never really offhand. They're all true. really scripted things. That's true. I, yep, I noticed, thought about it. I noticed this in the episode, which I found very entertaining. Yeah. Okay, so when he's painting the bushes, this is not related to our rating at all. It's just funny okay. to me. Yeah. He, he, you know, he's using some, some reddish colors in the bushes. Right, right. And paints one in and goes, ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> and I started thinking, he surprised himself. He did. But yeah. then, like, well, did he actually surprise himself? Or did the night before he think, wouldn't it be nice if I surprised myself in this painting? <laughs> yeah, but then he painted over that bush. That's true. Later on. Yeah, which was a little disappointing for me. I was like, no, the bush. We liked the red bush. You were so happy with the bush. <laughs> we were so happy. What did you do? Did you have a turn of heart, Bob? What happened? Maybe it was a bad surprise. Maybe it was... <laughs> it, it came out as ooh, but it was meant to be ooh. Uh. 
Bob doesn't mm. like surprises. He, maybe he has a little bit of a histrionic, I hate you, don't leave me situation with this bush, you know? <laughs> that could be. <laughs> yeah, it could be. There's a lot at play on this bush. There's tons going on. Okay. <laughs> so criteria, I mean, I don't think we can give him a four. I, I would say we could give him a three, maybe. What do you think? Yeah, a three seems okay. about right. All right. So what's that bring us to, Nathan? Um, so that would be... Ooh. 13 and a half out of 20? Is that right? Uh, yes. My my calculator didn't want to cooperate with me. Uh, <laughs> that is a 68%. Wow. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. We were just inside the margin of error, by the way. Okay. I yep. had predicted a 15 out of 20. Wow. Higher. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought you would give it higher ratings. Yeah, I mean, again, the magic of the rubric. I mean, I I still like this painting a lot. I would, I'd love to have a small print of this, actually. Um, and maybe over time it would help my heart and bring me good things. Um, but, you know, it's... When it comes up to the more objective um, measures, yeah. it just didn't stand up. Um, well, I'm I looking, mean... As we've mentioned, we're all we're professionals here. We take oh, this yeah. job very oh, seriously. Very seriously, yes. So our bias cannot taint our rating. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm looking at the book painting. Um, thanks again to our pal Mike, um, and it is basically the same. It's a little bit cleaner. Um, clearly, he had more time, um, but it's the same basic painting. Things are in the same places. Um, there are a few sticks, Nathan, though they, they seem more strategically placed, I do have to say. <laughs> do do they make it more interesting to you than just a normal landscape? They add a degree of sophistication to it, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> Ooh, this one's sticky. <laughs> yeah, look how sticky it is. Oh, boy. So there we go, folks. Today's painting... Uh, season four, episode ten. Why we're starting to wind down on season four, everybody. We are. We got eleven, twelve, and thirteen is always the season closer for us. So um, we are in the the back few of season four. Uh, but today we get a sixty eight percent, which is like what a D plus, I guess yeah, we would say. Yeah. You know, it, he would. He might have to take the grade home and have his parents sign it. <laughs> right. Ready. Ready. There comes a time when a painting's finished and you're to stop piddling with it. And that's about where I'm at right now. Uh, well, how do folks get in touch with this, Nathan? Well. A number of ways. They can go onto the Twitter. Uh, I know right now it's a cesspool to wade into. <laughs> um, very upsetting most of the time. But oh, for if sure. You get yeah. on Twitter, you can find us at Bob underscore Thang with an A pod um you know send us a message send us a message we love it um yeah. the email the email is nothing no g but a bob thing at gmail.com uh i also i've been doing a lot more instagram it's not an official nothing but a bob thing instagram but occasionally there's some bob related content that pops up on there pictures of us doing things <laughs> um Maybe pictures of where we record. Um, and that's uh, at Justin Drake Croft, D-R-A-K-E-C-R-O-F as in Frank, T as in Tomcat. It, so. it turns out Justin is only doing this for the gram now. 
Oh, well, yeah, I do he it does all it for the gram. That's <laughs> true. Um, okay, friends. Well, until we meet again, just remember there are no mistakes. Just happy accidents. Ah, peace be with you all. And if you're out here selling paintings, if they look a little more interesting, then you're going to look a little more interesting when you go to bank. <laughs> Santa Claus lives. The the next painting is called Northwest Majesty. Ooh.